Breakfast with a Beak is brought to you by Smokey Panda. Smokey Panda says, Don't forget to smoke! Good morning and welcome to Breakfast with the Beak. I am your host, Johnny Goodtimes. Joining me once again, under the banner of Smokey Panda, is my sidekick. Hey, I'm Dr. Heisenberg. How's it going, Johnny? Not too bad, Doc. We got a Smokey Panda sponsor in the show this week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, you know, it's a, it's a big thing now for a lot of the, the bigger name podcasts to um, have sponsors. And you, you, you hear a lot if you listen to yeah, like, it's, uh, major, you know, Stamps.com. And, it's usually and, a dildo uh, store. Dildo stores, uh, Audible audiobooks, oh, that kind of thing. Right, it is. It's Audible now. Yeah, it if used to be dildos. If I'd been telling this joke last year, I could have said dildo stores, and everyone would have been like, "That's relatable." But yeah. now it's like, "What? No, it's Audible." Well, yeah. if you if you used to listen to a lot of podcasts like a year or two ago, then yeah, yeah, you, you dildo stores. Remember all that place. dildo reference fondly. So yeah, yeah. He's like, "Hi, I'm Mark Marin. I'm going to take a break from this interview to talk about dildos for a long time." Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. I so, mean, you know, you do good work, Mark, and you care that we say that, so our endorsement matters to you. Oddly <laughs> enough, yeah, he's screaming for validation. Well... Angry, angry man. He is, but um, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I just don't think we're on his radar. I, I, he interviews Gallagher, damn it. I am quite certain we are not on his radar. He was talking to Nick Offerman last week. See, so. and, and, and that Gallagher reference, also uh, a good podcast reference from a couple of years ago. So, <laughs> there you go. We've done our research. Yeah. Hey. It, See, yeah, we're not behind the times. We are immersed in the, the history of this medium. It won't be long until you can say, you know, you can start talking about what we were talking over a year ago. You're right. We're yeah. coming up on we're coming the... coming up on... Uh, it's almost the, time for season two. We the one-year anniversary. Yeah, we the got two more shows. Yeah. I guess it's just anniversary. Uh, year anniversary is an anniversary. That's a redundant term. Yeah, well... But the point is, until we get... Uh, real sponsors to start giving us money. We're just going to keep making up fake sponsors. Yeah. And um, each one is going to involve some kind of horrible puppet or mascot that we will then have to incorporate into the show. Yeah. So this, you know, the longer advertisers shy away from us, the more this turns into this, you know, horrible panoply of puppetdom. Yeah, we're going to just be living with Dr. Soxenberg and Smokey Panda and other shit, too, probably. Tim so, Valenti's a puppet. He hasn't appeared on screen yet, but yeah, no, it's not I, actually him. It's it's his face on a stick. Well, that's grotesque. I know. <laughs> yeah. We got puppets you all ain't even heard yet. I got one that's a bat I've been saving. Yeah, I, I, I built a puppet, but his jaw kept falling off. And, I mean, he's supposed to be kind of gross, but that was too gross. So <laughs> <laughs> so look forward to that. Yeah, um, if I, I'm going to gotta get some better glue. This uh, is a, yeah, the preview for season two, which is on its way. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody send us some really good glue. And don't be like, oh, wood glue's good, because it's not fucking good. That's it's, what I'm using now. And well, it's, it's, uh, it, you're not making them out of wood, so that's... Well, yeah, that's problem one. Probably why the wood glue is not the Well, he's made of glue. plastic, so when I tried to use hot glue, he started melting, so... It's, yeah, there's, uh... Puppetry is not for the faint of heart. No, I mean, like, I was... I it's, always thought, oh, man... That's my uh, that's my safety. Like puppetry is what I'll get into if everything else fails. Because duh, cakewalk, and it's fucking not. Okay? And I, I think feel it, like I think it really demonstrates our dedication that we put so much effort into to making puppets for a show that is primarily audio. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and I have a deeper understanding of uh, of how the Pentagon and 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 people serving in the military feel about 
uh, the situation in Iraq and how how much of a quagmire that became because they thought it would be easy and it wasn't. And yeah. therefore, my pain over building a puppet is exactly the same, if not greater. Your blue soda bottle puppet is a mm-hmm. quagmire. That is actually a good assessment. Yeah. So, uh, anyway, the point is, I've suffered more than every soldier in history put together because of this puppet. And also, whatever personal uh, tragedies you've experienced, especially the ones that are most painful for you, this puppet thing was worse. So, uh... Hey, man, you turned on a podcast. You knew it was possible that narcissistic bearded dorks were going to whine about their petty problems. Yeah. That's just part of podcastery. I mean, you're you're you turn on a podcast and somebody's not making weird gross jokes about like, you know, old people's genitals and stuff. I mean, that already is a step in the right direction. And I did not actually make that joke. I only referenced other people making it. So, right away, we're ahead of the curve. I'm not convinced we're not still doing a Mark Marin bit. I actually uh, don't know who that is. I learned that on Wikipedia. No, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know. That'd be really funny, though. Yeah, no, I, I, I know who he is, though. He's a, a grumpy fella, mustache. Anyway, let's yeah. roll a topic. <laughs> Sounds like a good idea. <laughs> grumpy fella, mustache. <laughs> That's everyone I admire. <laughs> That's a good point. Okay, roll a topic. Okay. Uh, Slowly add this up because I'm not feeling like math today. But it's a 32. 32. That's a good. You don't care. Okay. What oh, else? Yeah. Um, 32. Yeah, you rolled a 32. Well done. What? Yeah, thanks. Because it means so much now. Let's go to the. Let's you look want at the me list. To sing like a Poland Storm song or something. It's that's a really obscure reference because how many people listen to that thing? Not Paul and Storm, but the podcast that they appeared on about Dungeons and Dragons that no one knows what I'm talking about. Hey, would you like to look at the list and see what number 32 is instead I, of just derailing this? I guess. <laughs> <laughs> What's topic number 32, Johnny? That's all you had to say. Oh. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. I'm number here. 32. I'm, I'm here to help. You blew it. (laughs) (laughs) Number 32 is... (laughs) Do you want me to read it? I'll read it. Okay. People who have no fucking idea how to use Twitter and get pissy when you unfollow them. Submitted by Cassie in Salton, Washington. Oh, that's that's pretty good. I like yeah. that. Thanks, Cassie. It, it's on Wieldy. We'll we'll tighten that up. But uh, yeah, it's it's a, it is though. a good topic. Because yeah, Jesus people who Christ. suck at Twitter. People do <laughs> suck at Twitter. A lot of people suck at Twitter. Yeah. It's funny because every once in a while you hear a commentator okay. that um, will just... Yeah, you know, the, the kind that will whine about, you know, presentation and social media and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And they'll talk about how, like... Twitter is the, the latest line in the, you know, de- devaluation of, of discourse because yeah. it's only 140 characters and, and how are you relating to your friends and all this shit. And, and the people who bitch about that just do not understand how to use Twitter yeah. and what a beautiful and creative medium it really is. Yeah, step one of Twitter. Don't use it for discourse. You've only got 140 characters and that's really hard. Yeah, 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 okay. It's like, if you've written an article, you may advertise the article on Twitter, provide a link to it, people can click on it and be like, oh, this is much more than 140 characters. In fact, this article is very in-depth, and does some damn good discourse, I guess, is how people who care about discourse talk. (laughs) Right. 
Well, yeah, that's when you link to your blog. Yeah, or, you know, know, I mean, you know, CNN has a Twitter. It's not like, like people hear CNN has a Twitter, they're like, oh, God, that's the end of the world. They're trying to condense the news to 140 characters. No, they're not. They're linking to clips from CNN. Right. One thing. They've got a channel. A lot of crap on that channel, but (laughs) at least they've got production value. Well, yeah, it's not just that, you know. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, oh, Anderson Cooper has to walk into the magic glass room and upon arriving discovers that, no, we have no updates on the election, but, you know, I mean, whatever. Yeah. Twitter, when used correctly, is actually a beautiful exercise in brevity. That's, uh, yes, go on, and, go and, on. And, and, well, it's like a writing exercise, right? I mean, not everyone will put the wonderful years of time into getting a degree in writing like we did. Yeah, look how that's worked out. We uh, we come up with uh, Smoky Panda now. Yeah. And we theoretically could get paid for it, but we don't. <laughs> Smoky... Uh, you know what? I'm not even going to go into the merits of Smoky Panda right now because he's got to earn that on his own over time. It's, you know... Dr. Fuck you! Smoky Panda's awesome! Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Once you start printing the Smoky Panda t-shirts... And the Smoky Panda, you know, flip-flops, and the Smoky Panda tote bags, and, uh, I'm done. Um, yeah, I, I I'm mean, done I, with that joke. Yeah, I'll, I'll make some flip-flops or whatever, go on. Personally, I, I like to give myself more rules than Twitter has as a sort of a personal guideline about, you know, um, what abbreviations are okay to use and which ones are not. Yeah. And, but, but... When, once you've got, you know, kind of a guideline worked out, taking your ideas or your jokes and paring them down to where they work and are easily communicated yeah. in 140 characters can actually be very elegant. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I mean, because, yeah, I mean, if, if you're writing something in Twitter and you don't quite have enough letters so you have to turn tonight into number two N-I-T-E, fuck you. No. No. Don't, don't just shorten up the word to free up one or two precious characters, okay? No. You go back there and you rewrite that shit and you make it clear and you use the whole word. Right, right. That's cheating, okay? You're not you're not facing up to the challenge of Twitter, which is to communicate your idea in that 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 you know, in that way. But no, this like you gotta reword it. Yeah. You gotta make it fit. I mean, like, if you ever do, like, if you if you use that uh, tweet longer, get a blog, you lazy shit. Oh yeah, the dot 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 thing. Yeah, no, that's cheating. You might as well just yeah, blog it. Yeah, and then just give a teaser to your blog. Now, use, uh, use your Bitly. Two part tweets. That's okay. Sure, sure. If they both work. Yeah. Like, yeah. Set them up. Knock them down. You know? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. That's that's okay. I don't misspell words. Or just, like, randomly leave out a vowel in a word. Um, I don't leave out punctuation. I will use an ampersand in place of and. I think that's okay. Yeah. Um, but I won't ever shorten a word by using a number that it sounds like. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no. Yeah. That's right out. Now, uh, you and I, of course, uh-huh. uh, both attended college uh, shortly after the turn of the century. Yes. Which right now doesn't sound very impressive, but, you know, in 50 years, it's going to blow people's minds. It makes us sound a little older each day, sure. Yeah. Yeah. But you and I did attend college right after that, Uh and I can't speak for colleges in general, universities across this great nation of ours, but certainly the school we attended, uh, the obsession of the moment was flash fiction. 
Uh, yes. The yes. ultra short short story. Right, right, right. right. Uh, writing a, which the exercise was to tell an entire story, beginning, middle, and end, that was interesting and thought provoking. Yeah. In a couple of pages. Yeah. You know, Raymond Carver wrote a few, but let's be honest, most of his good stuff was a bit longer. Yeah, like between a, a five hundred and say two or three thousand words. Yeah. Yeah. But because Carver wrote a few super short stories, that lent credibility to the whole bullshit medium. And so every year in every English class, we had to read Girl by Jamaica Kincaid, which is a story that dabbles in the cheapest, most offensive colonial exoticism imaginable. In the sense that, I mean, yeah, the writer actually experienced that stuff, but the white people reading it don't know what the fuck Benna is, okay? She references it a couple times throughout the story. I eventually went to Wikipedia. There was no page. Couple years later, I went back to Wikipedia. Oh, now there's a stub. Nominated for deletion. <laughs> it just says a genre of Antiguan folk music distinct from Benna spelled a little bit differently. Yeah, I, it's like, you know what? No, okay, white people reading the story, you don't know what the fuck that is. All you know is you're on her side because you're pretty sure a missionary told her not to sing it. And, okay, yeah, I'm on her side in that one too, but whatever. Well, yeah, I, I mean, I, that's, I, that that's, part is okay. That's more about my raw hatred of missionaries than it is about, you know, any sympathy for crappy music. I'll grant that. Yeah. Sure, sure. <laughs> just just the, the, the... And I don't know how widespread this was in 2001 Academia. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, the Jamaica Kincaid fetishism at uh, the University of Pittsburgh was, was glaring. Yeah. Um, and it was just that one story. If she wrote anything else, we were never told. She had a book. I know, but we weren't told that. <laughs> no, I had to read it in... Uh, Freshman year. Oh, well, I didn't. I think so. freshman or sophomore, yeah. No, it was... Yeah, we took different classes. We did. It yeah, was, we didn't meet until, like, later. Yeah, I think I still have it. It's couldn't tell you what it was about. I think it was about... I'm, actually, I can tell you what it was about. It was about growing up as a, a, a sad girl in Antigua. What am I saying? Of course that's what it's about. Well, okay. <laughs> yeah. But the, the point is that, yeah, it was, hey, look at these incredibly short stories. And to that, I always said... Or I didn't say, but you know, the, the, the classic rebuttal to that should have been, well, what about the semi-legendary, but probably written by him, six-word Hemingway story? Ah, yes. Six words, three tiny sentences, for sale, baby shoes, never worn. That's a beautiful story. That's all you need to know. Yeah. Dead baby. And you know what? Yeah, I mean... Not that... just dead baby, but then the subtext as well. Dead baby that is either so far in the past or that we are so over or so looking to flee from right. that we're selling the shoes. In that, in that, those six words, I mean, you get an entire story of, you know, anticipation, excitement, loss, grief, tragedy, yeah, acceptance. There's a, there's a lot and of profit and profit. Yes. <laughs> um, I don't know what rule of acquisition that one corresponds to, but I'm sure there is one. Uh, I actually do know that, but I can't remember the number. Anyway, fair enough. Uh, um, but but that, that's, family is cheap. Latinum is forever, or something like that. <laughs> it is. There is one like that. that you are correct. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but the point is, Hemingway got all that in six words. You you can tell a magnificent story in you know, a very short amount of space, and today. There's plenty of room in a tweet for that story. I mean, like, 
the the tweet would be, you know, for sale, vintage banjo never played. Right, which doesn't have quite the same evocativeness. But that is what people tweet about. Yeah. I'm not saying Twitter can't also be shallow. Yeah. But it, it can be... Well, I mean, that's, that's got a certain level of heartbreak. Some fucking guy thought, I'm going to learn to play banjo, bought a really nice old one, never played it. Yeah. And, and in terms of personal tragedy that you brought up earlier... Yeah. Um, brevity is also very useful for keeping in touch with your, your you know friends and acquaintances and loved ones and whatnot. In that, okay, not too long ago, earlier in this century... Yeah. Um... Blogs were the big thing. Full on, you know, fucking blogs. And your live journal and your blog spot and whatnot. Indeed. It's, yeah, I mean, that. that those that, have just been taken over by different blogging features. Yeah, I mean, point, that, that kind of goes beyond full on blogs. That gets into, like, populist blogs, which I don't know how I feel about. But Well, yeah, but your blogging networks were, you know, you, you had your, you know, your friending people and your yeah. following uh, a feed full of, of people whose blogs you followed. Indeed. Mm-hmm. And. The the impulse at the time, because there wasn't much in the way of a character, it was like 10,000 words or something ridiculous, like, bigger than anyone would write. Yeah, but, it's, it's bigger than it needs to be, certainly. Yeah, so. but whenever anyone had some boring-ass idea to communicate, I had a bad day at work, I'm sad about a breakup, yeah. um, you know, I lost my favorite fishing pole, etc., yeah. the, the, the impulse was to write five paragraphs about it. I wrote a poem about my dead hamster. Yeah. Yeah. And then you'd have to read the poem. You didn't have to, but you had to scroll past the poem. Well, that's the point, though, okay? Now, it is it is just part of, of being a member of a social society, that's redundant, being a member of a society that we at least feign interest in the, the day-to-day goings-on of our acquaintances' lives. I do like hamsters, and so I get sad when they die, but yeah, yeah, I see what you mean. Yeah, 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 that's just part of, you know, if so-and-so has a bad day, I mean, and you're talking to them, you're like, oh, what's wrong, dirt to dirt Let me try to say something funny and cheer you up. Wow, okay, I will never come to you with that again. Because <laughs> <laughs> I know, I'll say, you know, oh, man, I had a terrible day because my great-uncle died... And also a guy kicked me in the balls. And in your head, you're thinking, dur to dur <laughs> So, okay. That's what I learned today. You know, I just learned about betrayal. Okay. We're, we're talking in generalizations. All right. dur to dur And keep in mind, if someone randomly walked up and kicked you in the nuts, I wouldn't go dur to dur I would laugh. <laughs> well, laugh at the sirens outside, too. Yeah, someone's having a worse day. Yeah. They better blog about it. My point is, my point is, if you get to the point where you're on, you know, Live Journal or something, and you've got, you know, 20, 30 friends and acquaintances you're following, and everyone's writing a five paragraph story about whatever the fuck happened to them that day, mm-hmm. you're never going to get through it all. Or you're going to spend hours scrolling through, you know, do, to do, to do. Now, with Twitter, you can be just as informed. About the goings on of people's day, and 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 you know go through five ten times the people yeah. because you can get it in bullet points. Yeah, it's the same mm-hmm. amount of information. <laughs> the person that's telling you is just you know cutting out all the fat. They're giving you yeah. the facts, and then if it's something important to follow up on, you can do that in something other than Twitter, like a telephone call. Yeah, I could just I could just tweet you know. 
elderly man in woman's wig just kicked me in the balls. Updates to follow. You know, or yeah. whatever. I mean, and if it's if it's important, or if you know the friend needs comfort or mockery or whatever, you can you can you know then send them a text and say, "Hey, let's meet up for a beer and discuss it." It yeah. doesn't dehumanize. It gives you the information that you can then follow up up yeah. on. And if it's a total stranger who you can't text because you don't know their number, well, you probably shouldn't be. Yeah, they should have, you know, hopefully their friends are also following them, and they'll take care of it. And, yeah, I mean, we shouldn't be hunting people down. No. That's not the moral that you're getting at at all, but also, we shouldn't be. No, you shouldn't. I mean, at that point, they're... they're, That's just, that's rude. They're already a little gunshot because they got kicked in the balls by uh, Tyler Perry that morning, so... Yeah, let's say it was... What if it was? Wouldn't that be crazy? I mean, like, you know, if any of this happened and then it turned out to be... Well, it's kind of like when Bill Murray walks up behind people and puts his hands over their eyes and says, Guess who? And then he turns to them and says, "Ah, No one will ever believe you! And then he runs away. Like like when Bill Murray does shit like that. It'd be the same if Tyler Perry dressed up as Medea and kicked people in the nuts and said, No one will ever believe you! And, you know, My lord! And then just ran away. It's the yeah. same kind of thing, you know. See, now, you'd believe me because you just gave him that idea. Yeah, well, Tyler Perry's a big fan of this show. He's submitted like five topics that we're going to get to in season two. We, we actually um, can't do them. They're all like super racist. I know, it's... <laughs> it's, it's like shit we're not really allowed to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> All five topics have the N-word in them, so we can't even say them out loud. Which is weird, because he, like, doesn't... Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Tyler Berry after dark? I don't know. I guess, yeah. That's not a thing. He's on TBS. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever the case may be, the point is (laughs) that if, if, if this were to happen, if I were to have some wacky adventure where I had to, like, chase down Tyler Perry and get him to explain himself, you know, Twitter would be a good way to keep abreast of the situation. Yeah. If you weren't interested in it, you could just be like, yeah, I'm not going to read any more of this guy's tweets till tomorrow. Yeah. Because by then, I will have given up trying to find him. Right, right. There's another communal use, too, which we haven't touched on yet, which is the uh, kind of group live tweeting. Um, True. Normally, it'll be a funny celebrity that, like, really good... It can be a group of friends. It can be. You know, like like you and I and some of the people we both, you know, talk to on Twitter that we actually know in some capacity in real life. Yeah. We'll sometimes all get on a subject and it'll be, you know, like a five-person private joke. Yeah. So that's fun. But but oftentimes, say, um, you know, it's uh, the Oscars or a Republican primary debate or something. Or the Super Bowl or something that everyone's watching. Yeah, yeah. Something that you know, because it's, it's rare these days. You know, in the days where we no longer have three channels to choose from. Yeah. Where you have a thing that you can guarantee just about everyone is watching the same thing. Yeah. You know. So when one of those things happens... It's these big events that make it, you know, more notable, if anything. Yeah, Oscar, Super Bowl, election coverage, etc. Right. So, you know, a lot of times it'll be a funny celebrity... Yeah. That is kind of awake and watching it. That'll kind of lead the pack. Yeah. And then, like, maybe some of their comedian friends will jump in. But, you know... You and me and and every other random schmuck on Twitter yeah. can also jump in and make our little jokes too. Not as many people see the joke, yeah. but you can hashtag it and be part of that kind of communal thing. Yeah, we can. You can. You can tweet them at the comedians if you really want, and then they'll discover you and be like, "Oh, hey, this guy does funny shit on Twitter." Or you can just say it, you know, to the ether, to your friends, and they'll see it and they'll join in. And even though you haven't planned. You haven't called up all your friends and said, hey, guys, let's all fucking live tweet this thing tonight for, you know, the sake of entertaining people. 
instead it just you spontaneously all decide, oh fuck it, we gotta start one upping each other. Who can say the nastiest shit about Rick Santorum? Or Absolutely. Whatever. Yeah. I remember uh like the day Herman Cain dropped out of the election late last year. Yes, yes. And um it was on a Saturday morning. So your typical people that, you know, talk about shit were not necessarily up. Yeah. Right? No. So and Anderson Cooper just it was, was sleeping it all. Yeah, it was early in the morning, you know. <laughs> it wasn't like, you know, Pat Oswalt t- making fun of the Oscars or anything like that. No, I mean, and, and yeah. he's on West Coast time, so... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I, I happened to be up early that Saturday morning, and uh, Tim Heidecker from Tim and Eric, and uh, James Urbaniak, uh, who does the voice of Dr. Venture on the Venture Brothers, Indeed. they were both up and watching... And they were, like, the only people making jokes about it. I made some, too. I mean, they didn't hear my jokes, because I'm not as important as them to yeah. the, you know, to the, uh... Twittersphere. Zeitgeist. <laughs> <laughs> That's a couple of words. Yeah. But but the point is, like, they were making jokes about the thing I was watching. It was a small little... You know, there's lots of opportunities for these little spontaneous communities yes. to just pop. Now, I believe we are getting sidetracked, since the original topic was... People who have no fucking idea how to use Twitter. It's true. We're just talking we're about talking Twitter about, at this point. And we're just... I mean, we've done we're talking lot, about great uses for Twitter. Yeah, we've done a lot of good work to correct them. But one of the things... All right, well, this is a good podcast for people who suck at Twitter yeah, to get better. Yeah, people who suck at Twitter. When you see yourself identified in the headline of this podcast, you see the podcast called People Who Suck at Twitter, and you're like, oh, that's me. Yeah. You know? So, uh, yeah, listen to it. And, I mean, I guess at this point you've already been listening to it for quite a while. So, uh, you know, hang in there. <laughs> we should address, you're right, though, we should address the latter part of Cassie's uh, yeah. topic, which was they, they get pissy when you unfollow them for it. Well, here's somebody who really sucks at Twitter and who will definitely get pissy when you unfollow them for it. Oh. And that would be uh, our friend last week, Dr. Soxenberg, who will not be on the show this week. No. But who was who came by last week to talk about how he's doing important social media things. I, I remember, yeah. Where he just starts, you know, spamming and following and auto-following people all over the Twitterverse. Right. And then talking about how he's king of social media and shit. Yes, I I recall. Yeah, those people. It's like, oh, hey, I'm going to, uh, you know, talk about something I bought and maybe they'll give me some money. They won't. Um, (laughs) You know, or... It's not that you can't promote something that you did, but, you know... Promoting stuff other people did or promoting stuff you heard about in the hopes of getting linked back or, like, kind of uh, siphoning off some of their Google ranking. <laughs> right. And, and it's it, it's the same old search engine optimization crap where it's just spam all over the place to create phony links. and Yeah, yeah. That's, that's not helpful and it's obnoxious. And the yeah. thing is, you'll get followbacks from things that aren't worth it. Yeah. And you'll lose actual... Human you followers. Know, real life people that, yeah, you yeah. know, might actually be interested in anything you might say. You'll get followbacks from the million other kings of social media. Right. But then the people who are actually people, who aren't just using bots and shit, yeah. they'll unfollow you. And then you'll get pissy. You'll be like, you can't unfollow me. This is this goes against my, my, my strategic PR strategy. Strategy. <laughs> strategy. Um, it... it the point is that a lot of the people who do that don't actually know shit about it. Right. Um, it's like, hey, you know what's uh, good Good for public relations is uh, having absolutely anything to say. Well, Twitter is... Literally anything. Get out there and, and like, 
Say something horrible. It's something. Twitter is we'll very notice. Twitter is very much a meritocracy. Okay. Yeah. yeah. If if someone is following you on Twitter and they unfollow you, your your first impulse should not be to say, "Well, they're assholes and they hate me and screw them." Your impulse should should be, "This person is clearly not interested in what I have to say." Perhaps I should alter my behavior in a way that is less unappealing. And I don't mean censor yourself, you know, I'm making a, I made an offensive joke and, you know, they couldn't take it kind of thing. That's, that's fine, you know, make offensive jokes. I'm all, yeah. I mean, I'm you're all for insult comedy. And, 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 and most people aren't funny, including probably you. So, you know, I mean, maybe <laughs> your joke just sucked, but whatever. Yeah. I mean, yeah, keep telling shitty jokes. People love them. That's fine. Daniel Tosh is like super successful. Yeah, I'm. I'm not saying the, the the. I'm not saying the person who unfollowed you is or isn't stupid and not worth it. the The point is is to not immediately get defensive, but to analyze. You know yeah. why? Yeah, because yeah. it's a great it's a great way to get immediate feedback. Yeah. You know, if you say something that's kind of controversial, then the people who unfollow you for it, you know, well, they don't agree with you. Yeah. You might be totally cool with that. You know. Or you know, maybe go look at that person's feed. And then it's like, oh, I see. They unfollowed me, but they follow a whole lot of people who talk about professional golf. I guess I should have talked about golf more, you know, or whatever. You know, and maybe you made a joke about golf and they followed you, and then they unfollow you when they realize you're never making another one again. I uh, get that, yeah. Yeah. That happens sometimes. That happens to me all the time. Yeah, totally. But, you know, yeah, you don't necessarily need to get pissy with people, because it's, it's not about something to take personally. It's about... Again, this is talking about Twitter and kind of an artistic medium, but it is—it right. is a great way to get feedback from your audience. Yeah, you know, sometimes if you know, like if, uh, if it wasn't for Twitter, we wouldn't know that you people out there for some reason like Doctor Soxenberg. It's true. I made an off-handed comment about Doctor Soxenberg uh, last week, and and two of our our, our fans and friends of the show uh, immediately within seconds were like, Doctor Soxenberg is awesome. It's like, okay, yeah. all right. So, uh, yeah, if you don't like Dr. Soxenberg, what I'm going to say to you is, y'all are being outvoted right now, so, you know, call the banners. <laughs> I mean, it's the vocal minority. Yeah, you we know. don't know that. We, they could just be representative of, of the voice of the people. And It's true. Maybe we, maybe the people who don't like Soxenberg really are just a, 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 a tiny little group of outliers. Yeah. But we don't know, but you can tell us. We get more yays than nays is the point. Yeah. 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 Uh, exactly. We've had uh, very few nays, actually, about him. Except, I, I mean, frankly, the person who bitches most about Dr. Soxenberg is me. And yeah. technically, he's my hand. So Right, right. And he looks like me, and, you know, I find him off-putting, but... It's, yeah. yeah. That's because I invented him to replace you that one time. Exactly. Yeah. And you guys love him, so... Which blows my mind, but God but bless that's, him. That's how we, we only know because of social media. That's yes. the beauty of it. It is. Yeah. We've received a number of topics via Twitter. Absolutely. Yeah. We got our first topics via our Twitter. Our very first topics. That's how we got the Twitter. show started was, yeah. you know, we reached out to the community and said, hey, guys, we're doing a show. You know, send us, send topics. us topics. And, and and the first people who sent us topics had no idea what we were talking about. Yeah, they were just, just like, like, fuck wow. it. Yeah, here, talk about this thing. We, Doc and Johnny are doing something. Um, here's some shit off the top of my head. Yeah, blow. Yeah, 51 shows later, there we are. Yeah. Making up pandas. Panda puppets. Yeah, totally. Pandas. Yeah. Pandas and uh, socks and 
bats and polentes and yeah, man, it's a it's a, it's a whole, menagerie over here. It is, and we would not realize that this was you know desired by the public without the the automatic feedback of, of social media. So. This is fucking heartwarming. It is beautiful. <laughs> you love us. You love us so hard. Like the the my my black little charcoal heart just like grew three sizes I'm and not even turned back s- into a regular heart. I'm not even gonna say put it back in your pants, audience. Keep it out. Have yeah. a go. Yeah, man. You know, go, go go slap it on some foreheads. Whatever. I mean, like, <laughs> I mean, like people you know, like consensually, but like you know, whatever. I mean, yeah. Let's go to the fan meetup and uh, yeah, and, yeah, and have a good old slap party. You know, so <laughs> uh, we will not be at the fan meetup. Well, not the next one. I mean, maybe a fan meetup in the future. Yeah, after, not this one that's coming up. After the dick slapping dies down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But uh, until next week. Um. Actually, actually, I have uh, I have a technical note. I just wanted to. I meant to talk about. This okay. Earlier. Until next week, we're closing out on a tech note. Um. It's actually been brought to our attention that um some of the people who subscribe to us on iTunes, yes. some of the newer ones. Um, have not been, now when you subscribe to our show on iTunes, apparently it's only displaying the ten most recent episodes. Yes, um, which is a problem if you want to go. We just, we're up to fifty one now. Yeah. So if you want to hear the whole thing, that's you know apparently right now it's not going through iTunes. Now we're working on correcting it, yeah. but it hasn't happened yet, to the best of my knowledge. It is a problem with the feed on our end, not Apple's end. And I mean, we, we have uh, fixed it, and we're waiting on them. Yeah, well, we think we fixed it. Yeah. We, we fixed a thing, yeah. and I don't know if it's the only thing we need to fix, and it's going to work itself out, or if we need to do something else, then That's, we need to figure out that kind of thing. That is true. In the meantime, however, that doesn't mean, you know, one one nice thing about because everything is at thebeak.org. Yes. That is our, our main primary website, and the reason it's our main website is because it's directly owned and operated by Johnny, so we follow our own rules. Yeah. And all, every single show is right there. Free download. We got an RSS feed. Indexes yeah. it real nice. Yeah, it does. And um, also at uh, breakfastwithabeak.tumblr.com, our, our fan Tumblr. Yes. Um, <clears throat> a couple weeks ago, I made a separate index with links to every single episode. There you go. So there's this, every single show out there you can have. Yeah. You know, the one where... Johnny is really sick and high on cold meds, episode 27. That's you a good one. You can get one. that one. You can get the one we talked about, things that are green from episode 2, if you yeah. want something that's a little flashbacky, and, you know, if you want the episode where, you know, Johnny thought I was dead and invented Dr. Soxenberg, that's like 14 or 15. Yeah, Qatar, a history. Yeah, they're all there yes. for you guys, you know, our Christmas special where we play giant baby songs from, like... December twenty fifth. Yeah, our yeah. Uh, our Thanksgiving special where we brought in every puppet we had and it was awful. Yeah, the puppet nightmare that was the Thanksgiving special. It's you guys can listen to all of them. It's yeah. we're not taking them away. We're not saying if you don't collect it within ten weeks, you never get to get it again. It's yeah. all right there. Yeah. Hopefully, we'll fix the iTunes. But if not, just go to thebeak.org. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And, we're not uh, we're not going to take it away from you. Like he said, that's our site. We play by our rules and technically the rules of the place where I host it. But that's just uh, no porn and don't be a Nazi. And, you know, that's two rules I can follow. Our show doesn't have, you know, 
porn or Nazis. Yeah, and even if it did have porn, it would just be the audio, so whatever. I mean, you know, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, oh, yeah, so dirty. Okay, yeah, whatever. If you want to see Johnny's uh, homemade porno, that's on Tumblr. That's a whole different site, and he's not giving out the URL here. No. That's, you gotta, you gotta dig for that one. I don't even use my real name. No. No. <laughs> it's a, it's a whole different pseudonym. Yeah. So, uh, tune in next week to find out what that is. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, <laughs> until then, I, I guess look for it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> That's a, it's something to, something to do. Yeah. Until next Sunday. Have a good breakfast. Bye, everybody. <laughs>